think about this for a minute. America? Britain? France? No. Germany? No. Japan? No. Can we think of another Western industrial country that will be in a position as strong as this? Not many. He warned you and they got you. I've got to start going to Lee Simon's masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the ending of every song ever recorded. It's Triple M, that's why. Get this around the nation. Good morning, everyone. Last one for the week. Myself, Tony Martin. I'm here. Give me some applause. <laughs> about two minutes into that one. There was one bit where he was going, uh, the government has promised three new technical colleges. Pathetic. I was waiting for him to say, we'll give you four. Hey, four new technical colleges. Technical, what's a technical college? I have no idea. Anyone? I didn't make it that far. It's where you get an apprenticeship, something useful. Oh, really? Build some stuff to fall back on. Make some stuff when the entertainment business goes after. (laughs) Everybody throwing their school belts in the air. Graduation day. But Costello uh, had a bit of a go at Rudd, and it was quite insulting what he said, I think, to our listeners up north. Check this out. It's not for Queensland public servants to walk in and think they can do it, just like they used to get away with it in the state of Queensland. When did Queensland become an insult? What's wrong with just public servants? Probably is when you go to Queensland. Uh, and I know this because my mum used to work for the public service in Queensland. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just, he says, you know, like he, he was saying that you can, they can't just walk in and start doing it anymore. Now, right. he's been quite literal there. It is built. You walk into a public service, but if you're in Queensland right now, <laughs> walk into your local Centrelink and just try and not look at people doing it. It's just, it's everywhere. Computers, desks. The Roads and Traffic Authority, no one's building any roundabouts. They're all on the job. <laughs> on the job, all day, every day. And I've had enough. <laughs> Is that right? I've had enough. I'm sick of copying an eyeful when I try and renew my license. Uh, I didn't know that was going on out there. I didn't watch it all, the, the, all the budget reply. No. I, what I was really, I was hanging really? out for. It was on YouTube. Yeah. It great. Yeah, it looks great with a bit of uh, LaBouche under it. Fantastic. <laughs> waiting for uh, Kevin Rudd to come out with his environment policy because I know Costello had put some money aside for Australian homes to go green, mm. uh, rainwater tanks and solar panels and what yeah, have you. Yeah, sure. And he got the idea from a special machine that he uses to recycle ALP re- uh, education <laughs> revolution policy into his own. It's a recycling idea. Political humour. We have change for a dollar today. It's all jokes must go here on a Friday. I'm just looking for news around the world. Have you listened to this from Bentonville, Arkansas? A man is seeking 20 grand from the city of Bentonville because his two teenage sons found a book on lesbian sex in the local library. <laughs> Earl Adams says his sons were greatly disturbed. There were no pictures. <laughs> about finding the work, which is called The Whole Lesbian Sex Book. Oh, yes. Mr. Adams said the book caused many sleepless nights <laughs> at our house. You know, I say anything that gets the kids reading. <laughs> and if girl-on-girl action is what it takes, then read on, youngsters! As long as they're lipstick lesbians, of course. Absolutely. You know, I'm all for child literacy, and if that means Harry Potter and the Island of Lesbos, then so be it! <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. I prefer other ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Let the 
can get into a bit of that. I'm reading again. Yeah, you're right. Okay. What else is going on around the globe? Uh, yeah, people driving into stuff. Oh, that's always good. Good. Is nobody's hurt? No, no, nobody's hurt. Uh, And we had a, um, uh, someone called in, Carmichael, the madman. Yeah. Uh, who, who, lost, who Nikki says she's only been speaking to her for a few minutes, called up to say that a 50-year-old, one-year-old woman in a VR Commodore crashed into a brothel. Oh, yeah, 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 great. Narrowly missing Carmel the Madam, which I misread earlier in this sentence. <laughs> so she did this all that? Car- Carmel the Madman. Okay. <laughs> okay, we, this is confusing now. I'm confused. I'm waiting for the nuthouse music. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so a guy's driven into a brothel. He's, well, he's been in the brothel. Yeah. Had a, you know, Queensland public servant style. Yeah. Had, had some fun. Walked out, thought, oh, what a relaxing time. I'm so relaxed. I smashed through the front door. <laughs> Back for more. Yeah. Okay. Whatever turns you on. Uh, a drunk driver in his car and his pet dog ended up in jail after crashing through the walls of a police station in yeah. Switzerland. That's good. Yep. He subsequently lost his job, but he's been hired. By the police academy right at Movie World. Of course. <laughs> he's driven through a police station. Yeah. Straight to his cell. <laughs> Sorted. What about this? You want to hear some news from Japan? Mm-hmm. Tokyo. Japan's biggest manufacturer of toilets. Wow. That's, big, that's a big claim. The Shitsubishi Corporation <laughs> uh, has offered to repair 180,000 B-days after several caught fire due to faulty wiring, the Z Series V Day, which uh, features a pulsating massage spray, a power dryer, deodorizing filter, the tornado wash flush, and a lid that opens and closes automatically. But the luxury fittings habit of bursting into flames without warning was not advertised on the box. Wow, fantastic. That's quite, you know, that's quite a regime. That's amazing. Every time you go, ask it's a real working over, doesn't it? Mr. Show and uh, The Wire Season 2 I have to get oh, through. You are the luckiest man I know. <laughs> I'm pretty good, actually. Mr. Show, oh, that's such a good program. Yeah. And I want to go see some live uh, some live theatre and some live sport. Oh, sport? Yep. Got some football. Really? I love doing the football. Is this research for the show? Yes. All right. What about Crime Watch? What about Crime Watch? Let's have some. <laughs> I don't want to be Eric Estrada or the other bloke. Or the other bloke. Now, how does this work? Which? 
Do we do your one first? Or? Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, pranks? No, Rich? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, all those clips I've asked for, Rich. Like we They're say, not part of Prime Watch. the meetings happen on air. Yeah. We, Rich and I were trying to organise something in that song, but Mickey mm. doesn't go on very long. No. no. He's not like those No Secrets darkroom. They've got 414 to play with. I don't think we need any more of that Grace Kelly song. Uh, uh, with crime. Okay. Students uh, could not get into a California high school on Friday after vandals plugged locks in all exterior gates and doors with super string. Blue oh. that old one. A hundred doors. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they couldn't get in. So the school was cancelled for the day. And Mm -hmm. here we go. The Carnival Police say, Lieutenant Kelly Gaines says, someone's going to tell one of their friends sooner or later, and we're going to hear about it. (laughs) So the cops are going to go dressed, you know, undercover into the school. If you are one (laughs) of the kids in this school, (laughs) here are some surefire ways that your new friend... He's actually a policeman. If anyone walks up to you with their hat backwards, wear a pair of rollerblades on and says, yo, how's it my spacing? They're probably a policeman. If somebody with a long fringe comes to you and says, I'm so into emo, I could just burst with happiness, they're probably a policeman. Sure. And if you're in a nightclub, and this happened to me, if you're in a nightclub and two men wearing the beigest slacks and boater shoes and most Hawaiian shirts the world ever known <laughs> come up to you and go, hey kids, I uh, know, hey bro, got any go? Got any, do you know where I could buy some go around here? You're probably a policeman. I need some glowy to take the edge off my bay slacks. <laughs> that really happened to you? Yeah. Did you tell them you did? No, I said, no, I'm not sure. I think that guy might. All right, fellas. Pretty good, pretty rocking tune. Slap muscles in the, in the cans. <laughs> what are we going to do here, Stephen? Oh, look at this. The word Stephen Sagal is simply ruined down. Leave me to. Oh, Pomona. Pomona, California. A man accused of using a chain and utility to pull a 680 kilogram ATM from a shopping market. Yeah, that's yeah. ultra. We've done beauty. That's been going on down here for yeah. years. We've been promotion for months. We've exported that in the US. Exactly right. Uh, he failed to escape from a policeman when his prosthetic leg fell off during the getaway. Imagine yeah. if the cop had a false leg as well, and that came off. It'd just be like a hopping chase. Wouldn't that be a good look? <laughs> That's why I've written down Stephen Segal. That'd be a great theme for a Stephen Segal That would be cool. Like in uh, the trailer for Grindhouse, isn't one of the woman's prosthetic legs a machine gun? Would it still have the same action kick if it was a pogo stick? Yeah, <laughs> and that would be brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Like the idea. <laughs> I see that. Is that all from the crime disc? That's it. Have you got some sort of sketch that we're going to do? Well, we don't. I haven't had time to tell Rich what the last what the last two sound effects he needs is. So we can give it a go. Do you want uh, to give it a go? You sizzle it. Oh, do we should sizzle it? I right, sizzle it. I'm seeing a car accident coming. <laughs> Let's have a dance. I'll get this. <laughs> That means all jokes must go here in the program. And you know what we haven't had for a while? We haven't had any... Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, really?
home, Lindsay Lohan. What she's saying, sex in the city changed everything for me because those girls would sleep with so many people, and that's me. It's the variety of partners everyone likes, especially at my age, which going by this photo is 48. <laughs> partying it hard, isn't she? Looking like Ali McGraw. She's partying hard. She really is. It's not taking a toll on Lindsay Lohan. But Madonna, this is what Madonna says, Effeminate men intrigue me more than anything in the world. I see them as my alter egos. I feel very drawn to them. I like to think about a guy, but I'm feminine, so I relate to feminine men. So Madonna's looking for an effeminate man. I am free. There's one. What's she looking for? She's looking for herself. Yeah, I think so. What she's trying to say there. Orlaeth, I don't know who Orlaeth is. She's a model of some sort? UK model. Great, there we go. She's uh, pushing the wheelbarrow. The sexual position, no. <laughs> the wheelbarrow. But it did confuse me because she goes, oh, you want to try the wheelbarrow in the bedroom. The wheelbarrow requires strong arms, but it's well worth it for the result. It's the result. Somebody's daddy there. Peter Cundall in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm gardening Australia. Okay, well, what do we do with this? No, it's working for me. Apparently, the result is sensational. Don't move. You're talking about a former prisoner of war. Oh, really? Who wore layers? I love Peter Cundall. Okay. Do you? Yeah, he's great. I hope that uh, statement was clean so that we can bag it up at the end of the show. I love Peter Cundall. You look a bit like him. No, that's a good thing. I think you can play him as a younger man. Yeah, you're pretty cuddle. I can't wait for that episode of Gardening Australia, though, the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Just hoeing around. What about oh, Katia and Jay, who have the weekly sex masterclass? That's a tough class. <laughs> if, if, you miss an effort, if you miss a lesson, it's really hard to catch up. Charlie of Seven Hills in Queensland has written into him and said, after my sporting idol was busted shagging in a pub toilet, I can't stop thinking about doing the same with my missus. But she thinks it's gross. Yeah. How can I convince her? Katie yeah. replies, to me, pub toilets are about as sexy as a morgue, but if you're dead set on the idea, why not give her one in the bathroom at home? That's nice. If you perfect your technique there, she might be more willing to give it a go. Yeah, and then you know what it is? It's about easing people into these things. So yeah. first of all, they do it in the bathroom, yeah. and then he just gets a couple of people to sort of hang around, other blokes to hang around in the bathroom, um, maybe just peeing in the sink, throw up on the floor, yeah, you throw up on the floor, you just got a disgusting posters. Then you get some kids to come in and do some graffiti. You've got to ease yourself into these things. It's you know, a few footballers doing some gear in one of the cubicles. It's, a, it's quite a turn-on, but keep this in mind. This is in the... And now, I don't want to offend people, but this is in the age in Melbourne today. This is a big news story on page five, I think, of the age. Rare throat cancer linked to oral sex. So oral sex can give you cancer. Finally, a new use for the phrase cancer stick. <laughs> it must be Friday. Oh, no. I'm down to three a day, says Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Sorry, all jokes must go. Uh, now, what are we doing here? Are we having some actu- a sexual demonstration in the yes, studio? Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you, look, this is an article. Hong Kong, a student newspaper, is being uh, probed after a survey it published. Uh, a, pub- a survey it published asked questions: Do you fantasise about having sex with animals? Oh. 
Really? Yeah, the, uh, the Television and Entertainment Licensing Association is tracking down hard, saying this is not the kind of thing that we should be publishing and, you know, this is not the kind of thing that people should be thinking about. Okay. Mm. So I've devised a little test. Have you? Yeah. Uh, Ricardo Marzinho? Yeah. Uh, if you, can you see the little heart monitor I've set up there? I've yeah. borrowed the, the light detector. I've borrowed it from today tonight, so if you just wouldn't mind strapping it on for me. Crank it up. Crank it up. Everything seems to be normal there. That's hurting. Yes, it's quite... So Ritone is going to ask you a series of questions. Uh, let's see if we can get any response. There's a new Pavement album out. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. No, sorry, no, no response there. No response there. Here we go. We've got a grab uh, here. Let's, uh, let's have a listen to this. Mr. Soderbergh, uh, uh, <laughs> today's scene, I think, would be a good opportunity for me to take my shirt off. There you go. Oh, that's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Your favourite. Yeah. No, I'm getting there. No, 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 no dice here. Okay. It'll be a take quieter, I reckon. Yeah, let's, let's stop my ears are bleeding. I've got a few things going on. And then uh, let's just uh, let's have a listen to this, see how we go. Okay. Richard, please. Sorry, family program. I've got myself. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it's like we're back in the donkey courtroom. <laughs> There's now a petition. Oh, there is now a petition to get donkey courtroom into one of our podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'll see what I can do. We are going to hit the listeners with a third podcast this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A third 40-minute bacon grill. We're staying behind tonight. It'll be up for the weekend. Right. Donors, uh, don't worry. Is that all the sex out of our That's it. Hey, what about uh, the future? Okay. Oh, you want to predict? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm feeling mystic. Oh, that'll no, be I'm next. feeling mystic as. Yes. Good manners. Respect for others. Treating people courteously. It's on Triple M. Almost everywhere. On this side of the country, I think you'll find. Hello to young Jim from Spotswood. He's called up to us. Does Peter Cundall upon completing the sexual act, say, that's your blooming lot. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> Call in. He did do the voice, too. Call in if you've ever been with Gundel. Um, maybe not. What about the podcast? I mentioned the podcast. People call in it. Um, well, we haven't finished it yet. You might have still come Okay. I think it might have donkey courtroom. I'm not I can't guarantee that. People still wanting to know where Slim Shady Senior is. Oh, yeah. Podcast 74. 74. End of 74. Where's the oh. interview with Tony's dog? Podcast 81. Oh, the Calcast. That's up there. New one going up tonight. Right. People also calling in about uh, things they found on YouTube. They're enjoying Squid with uh, Josh Lawson here. Cavalier. Dollar sign Q-U-I-D. Yep. Have a look. Leave a comment. We'll take it from there. How many uh, hits is it up to? 1,500 views. Wow. It's pretty good, isn't it? Well, 18, uh, 800 the other day. So yeah, there's a lot of views. Mm. Lisa Clark and Adrian are both enjoying the olden days, which uh, uh, they weren't jokes about. Big tits and small dicks. Well, they've come to the right joke of the decade in the 90s. Joke of the decade. ABC refused to put it out on DVD, so go enjoy it for free. Mm. On, uh, on YouTube. Barjas is up there as well. Mm. There are actually 10 episodes of Barjas. There's only eight 
on YouTube, so okay. I don't want to get a people thinking that it's complete. It's okay. Complete. People don't think that. Can somebody no, please? So nobody think that. Can somebody pirate episode eight and nine and put them up there, please? The only way you're going to see it. Can I ask a nerdy question? Do we? Are these the versions that went to air with the audience laughing along? Oh, or are they, uh, I hope not. Cold versions. So they're cold. It works better without the laugh track. Right. Yeah. They're cold. Are we out of the nerd zone now? Yes. <laughs> Time for some music. Have you got something just a little bit Paolo Nottini sound here at Gillis on Triple M? What are we doing now? Yet, so here you go. The okay. best of Nick Kershaw. I know. But this is not lichen. 
It's the music club edition, so yeah. it's not the latest one. Yeah. No, this is old. I ordered this in for myself when I worked at a record store about 10 years ago. And That's sad, isn't it? He's, stand, he's literalized the lyrics of the riddle. How yeah. embarrassing. Oh, he's he's standing by the tree. tree by the river. river. Is there a hole in the ground? Certainly is. There's a hole in the ground. He's got a new romantic upstairs. Fishing weight is Rex Hunt's style downstairs. <laughs> that looks going to catch on. And look at that. There's just one lonely figure way in the back on the horizon. Oh, that's, that's his career. Like no, that's his career, I think. <laughs> that's how Jones of the Stipers right. <laughs> that's what that is. Okay, have we given you enough time to predict the future? Uh, how does this work? Come on. Um, Are yeah. these original predictions or have you bastardised the mags? Like no, 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 no. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, <laughs> sort of a bit of both. Now I take the uh, I take the headlines of the mags uh, just to give me the sort of inspiration Fine. to get me on the you know, like yeah. get me on the astral plane. Yeah, and then I ride that bad boy all the way home. Right. Know what so I'm saying? Who's going first? Uh, Cecilia's got that look about it. Oh, You're. you'd like to give the listeners before they call up? Um, maybe give me a hint on what Zodiac you are so I can help that out. Yeah. No, no, that's all right. Well, how about this? Say what you are and then pause and then I'll talk. Right. right. So let's say I'm Bob, I'm a twin. Yes, yeah. yeah. and then I'll talk. Things okay. are even more confusing. I'm confused as well. I've got to go and tell them what to do. Best of luck. Thanks. Ed Cavalli is wearing a turban. So call this up yeah. and the number is ready here. Get a pen, that's right, get a pen, on one triple three five three triple N, that's right, one triple three five three triple N, yes it's one triple three five three triple N.
yeah. And oh. you got that stick with the round bit on the end that you lean your hand on? Do they still use that? Uh, still does, yeah. What's your favourite font? Favourite font, buddy? Um, Time's New Roman? Caramon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you probably remember, um, Phil sent an email mm. uh, saying for the lookalike of, um, for you, and he said the des- that little cute dog, Desperate House. Oh, this is, this is Phil that, uh, that I predicted is a, is a perfect cross between Mercedes Corby and Danny DeVito. <laughs> is that about right? No, not really. Okay. okay. How would you describe him? I don't know. Yeah, because he's your boss. Yeah. <laughs> he's a wonderful, handsome man. All right, let's get into it. Uh, here we go, Brett. There's something in the air tonight. It's close. We'll take that big risk and move to Perth today. The hunting resources boom is your oyster. Why not crack it and enjoy the pearls within? No font trouble down there. Going off. Thank you very much. Yeah. You had only written four predictions. So let's go to We want to meet Alan. Alan, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, where are you calling us from? Uh, Ringwood. Stool, sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on in Ringwood? What are the water restrictions like there, buddy? Uh, yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just okay. great. All right, that's enough. Uh, hi, so are you a tour, okay. Are you a Torian, Alan? No, I'm a Leo. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, you may not win the Brownlow Medal this year, uh, um, but don't let that discourage you. You'll be doing the bedroom wheelbarrow before you can say, Mr. Cundle, how did you get in here? <laughs> Push that barrow all weekend. What have you got planned for the weekend? Um, not much, just drinking. Yeah. Are you a footballer? Um, no, I hate football. You hate football? Oh, oh, shameless plug, my band Motion 19 is playing at Ruby's in Belgrave on Sunday night. Oh. There you go. They go off, Motion 19. What are we talking? We're talking emo, screamo? Uh, no, screw that. Metal. Metal? Is it hair metal? Death metal? Um... The weird metal. Weird oh, metal. You're going to be uh, pumping out a few Stink Fist classics? Uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I might do a cover of Toto. Oh, Africa. the treatment. Thank you, everyone that called in. Good luck to everybody. And in the next hour, someone we haven't seen for a while. Lucy Samson. Oh, our favourites is here. Maximum carnage for a few boxes of pills. Sampson, it's stuck in traffic, 
remix of uh, Read About It. Yeah, very good remix. Get this on Triple M around the nation. Second hour. Tony Martin's my name. You've got Ed Kevley. You've got Richard Marvel. But no sign of Guzzi at this stage. Still stuck in traffic. Racing his uh, terrific. Oh, what sort of dog is uh, uh, black one? Yeah, it is. I think so. He got it from the uh, the, the pound, didn't he? It's just like a, a sort of mixture of the pound puppy. A beautiful black dog. Lovely. Oh, I hope yeah. there's nothing serious going on there. We'll have a full bulletin as soon as he gets in here. Yeah. In the meantime, we really must uh, congratulate uh, Jose Ramos Horta, mm. winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. Wow, who did he, did he win? Who was he more peaceful than? <laughs> Um, there was somebody else. Oh, Francisco Gutierrez Luolo. That is our chance. See, the thing about Gutolo is he's all right when he's doing the day, but at night he's punchy. That's right. He's punchy. Simply not peaceful enough. Yeah. Can you fight over a peace prize? Can that happen in the <laughs> bar afterwards? If it's a draw, they have a greasy pole and a, a sack fight. <laughs> Fantastic. Remember that? Uh, we were selling beverages in East Timor last year, the Jose Ramos water. That was very popular. <laughs> but we were blown out of the water by the uh, popular Banana Guzmao. That's, you can't beat the Banana Guzmao. Banana Guzmao. Banana Guzmao. East Timor's favourite drinker nation on the brink. There's just time to sink one before your house is raised through the ground by a bunch of naughty kids. Boy, it's a catchy jingle. <laughs> Have a nice, refreshing Banana Guzmao if you're in East Timor. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no sign of Guzzi. I want to ask you about something yeah. before he gets here. Um, yeah. Working in the video shop. Yeah. Were you telling me the other day off here that people would bring back uh, tapes in the wrong box? Always. And there'd be six tapes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Home? Yeah, yeah, sometimes people would have their own. A lot more people than you think make sex tapes. But like if we did a quick straw poll in this, in this room, <laughs> probably all of you except me have done it. <laughs> And, uh, and then, so it's a lot more people than you think, and they would return them in the, and we would watch them. We, when the shop closed, we would close the and doors. Rent them out? No, no, we just, we just always watched them. Uh, but no, sometimes it was people's boring 21st or their trips to Greece. Yeah. And you sit through that. Mm. Yeah, sure enough. Just the shaky, the giveaway is always the shaky, the shaky kind of camera work as they put it on the tripod. <laughs> and whoever's doing the filming, the other partner sitting on the bed going like, Oh, this will be fun. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is going to be... Here he is. Come on, Ingalls. Save, hey. save me from this story. Uh, uh, but uh, what was the funniest box that someone said their sex tape back in? Burn Gully. Burn Gully, the last <laughs> rainforest. Burn Gully, the last rainforest. Here he is. There's an in there. Oh, there is. Uh, he's found my crumbs. He's found all my discarded bits of minestrone. Yeah, have a seat, because he has have this microphone. Just do your mic test. What's Hello? Uh, nice budget. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's happened with uh, Winston here? Um, he has a chronic sore. Okay, his, I won't pat him. Um, <laughs> on his rear hind leg. Oh, okay. He's okay. It's sort of like an open wound. Yeah, well, it's open wound Friday here. Right. I think if a sheep were to have it, they'd be called a cheesy gland. Uh, okay. Do you know that's actually a, a, a sheep ailment? It's, <laughs> no, it's an open hussy wound. And we, we were going to get to that in break two. <laughs> how do you treat a... a um, well, I don't know actually how you treat it, but at my old school they did offer sheep husbandry. And hello to everyone from the Armadale School in northern New South Wales. No, uh, husbandry. Sheep husbandry. Who took it up? Anyone? How many takers? Yeah, Timmy Richards. Uh, was good. And Dash. Simon Dash. Did you just... Did you just take a box and they provided you with a sheep? Um, well, you... They, 
because we were a rural school, there were a lot of rural uh, life in the in the area of Rathalidale, and uh, the people that did sheep husbandry actually were credited during the day, during the school hours or study periods, and then they actually had to go and their sheep husbandry down at the tape that evening. I thought it was very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they, neither of them, or Dash is studying um, to do... Um, to write comics, to draw comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's more our speed. Yeah, yeah. And um, Tim is um, uh, he's, he works for Oscott in Moray as a uh, as a agronomist. Okay, so they're just part-time husbands. These part-time <laughs> husbands. <laughs> and what about you? I mean, I I, I know that I'm uh, I'm in notoriously early normally. You are. People just cough around Australia. I know, but. I've not been in Australia for six weeks, and I wanted to know what has happened. I know you're doing an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can I'll take this to both. Thank you so much. We'll bring you up to speed, Guzzi. Let's do that next. Don't get this. It's great to see you, Angus. And, you know, we've been seeing uh, a great little clip of you uh, down in the office as Ugly Dave Gray in yeah. that new movie about Graham Kennedy. How did you get that part? Did <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, automatically go, we need good uh, we, uh, um, I, I don't know, mate. Like, I, when I first got told about it a couple of years ago, though, I was... I spoke to Stephen Curry, everyone is, a, is probably going to say this, but he is amazing as, as Graham. He's really magnificent. Um, and he's amazing in everything. I mean, sure, he's been amazing for years. Um, but I, when, he, when, I, when I first spoke to Stephen about it, I was, I was like, yeah, I want to play Bert. I want to do Bert. And um, he's like, yeah, well, we're going to have to lose a lot of weight. And I was like, nearly punched him out. That's what he's saying. And then, uh, and then sort of as the as the project came and went and, you know, and the lovely Jason Stevens who you worked with on yes. the late show. That's right, he's produced this film. He's produced this film. And uh, and so I would sort of be in touch with him and then they brought in the amazing director, Matt Savile, who I worked with on Single Life of Us and a little bit of theatre stuff. Yep. And um, we have some mutual friends. And uh, he then became director. I saw him at the Melbourne Film Festival last year and I was supporting a dirty mo. You were... <laughs> And uh, do you remember delicious chocolate brown suit? Ed and I had a few beers together yes. that night, and uh, I, went, I spoke to them, Matt, and uh, we we're talking about Bert Newton. But you know, I said, I know for a fact I'm going to get ugly, Dave. Great, but just <laughs> can we, can we at least, can you at least talk to me about <laughs> Bert? Just you know, <laughs> just pretend. Well, and, the, the uh, bloke they've got for Bert is uh, I don't know, but I think Richard, you've worked with Stephen Hall. I mean, I've never met him. Stephen Hall, he's also in Romper Stomper. Right. Well, he was Bert, Bert Newton. That's right. Very weird. He's a, he's a sailor in Romper Stomper where they say yeah. you look like an effing hippie with that. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Well, he's as bird as you can get. I guess. He's one sail of the century. Oh, he is. He's great, yeah. And uh, he was head writer on, uh, on like, Full Frontal, I think. Yes, and, uh, big big writer. Jane Allsop's in it. She's amazing as Nolan. She certainly is. I, I didn't never equate Nolan Brown and Sexy until Jane Allsop uh, played her. I mean, I don't, I'm a young man. I don't know what the people's tastes were. Yeah. And did you have to uh, contact Ugly Dave himself to get any pointers? Um, uh, Philip Brady. Yep. Um, the lovely Philip Brady I met on set. Yeah. And he said, you know what, um, Dave would love to speak with you. Yeah. And I thought that he was joking. And um, and uh, they organised 
they gave me ugly Dave's number. He's expecting a call. Right. And uh, I don't have, I've not rung him. I mean, we could ring him now. On <laughs> I've not rung him. I, 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 I sneeze in veneration to this gentleman. I love ugly Dave and have loved him for years. My, my favourite work of his was probably on Frontline. Uh, where he plays himself. That's right. And ended up dying. He's been dying in the storyline. Yeah. yeah. There was a very moving shot of a body under a sheet being loaded into an ambulance with just a stick <laughs> 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 Still um, Tonight, we remember. You know, he, he was a living legend because the uh, the opposing channel was doing uh, remembering a legend or something. Yeah, well, maybe time. we will track down Ugly Dave. I've got his number. By the end of the show, we should do that. That would be a great yeah, name drop. He's in my phone as Ugly Dave. Yeah. Or Ugg Day. Sorry, in case, in case I lose my phone. <laughs> this is the thing. When you have people, numbers, numbers yeah. in there that, that, uh, that you, you know, may not want their phone numbers being out, yeah. that you, you know, I learned this the hard way. You, you need to save them as different names. What do you mean you learned this the hard way? Well, um, I have had, um, you know, phone calls from other people who've lost their phones and, you know, people go, you know, you see people laughing in the background. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right, right. And um, you always, I mean, right, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to drop a name. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. Just say Mr. X. I won't. Mr. X. He said to me at a film festival, he said, uh, let me, let me, give me your name. And uh, give me your number, sorry. And I gave him my number. He said, oh, it uh, comes up as bogus on uh, um, my predictive text. I'll save you as bogus. And I walked off thinking, wow, he must think that I'm worth not having I'm going to say, I'm going to prank you. Yeah, being not so. Oh, okay. You're worth a student, you're worth a student. You're worth it. Thanks, Mr. X. I've got Ugg Day in my phone. Well, we might attempt to track down Ugg. We want to hear some name dropping. And you've got a photo queued up. After this song, he's going to spring something on us. Right. Before you go to the song, I have this theory. How. How do the Triple M listeners, like, we know every song that comes on, don't we? Well, you never know what it's going to be. But we, we, we know. Breakfast at Tiffany's. But, but how, if you listen to Triple M, where, where do you learn the songs? If they only play songs you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not our department, Grizzy. <laughs> our department is dropping roots down to fix into the gaps in the Midnight Oil songs, <laughs> crapping on about Stephen Seagal movies. And uh, referring to um, plums <laughs> in the wrong context. And offensive turbans or yeah. non-offensive Well, hang on. It's an Australian flag turban, so it's, you know, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole so music department here, and they don't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a simple Let's not touch on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have got some names to drop, some photos to look at, and an ugly Dave Gray to track down. It'll be next time. Get this. Thank you very much. Uh, in excess. And Angus Sampson is with us. Angus has just been playing uh, Ugly Dave Gray in that new movie, The King, about Graham Kennedy. He's never met or spoken to Ugly Dave, but he's got his phone number here. He's thrown it over to Richard Martin. Do you want to just dial it, see what happens? Can I ring him now on air? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. There we go. Now, is it okay if I hang on to this phone number for my own special projects? Yes. <laughs> what, what, what are you working on, Rich? Oh, a couple of things. There's an, there's, he's got an album out, Ugly Dave, and I was given it last night uh, by my beautiful friend, Dan Pang, and on the back there's a quote from Bert Newton. Yeah. It says, Ugly Dave is uh, he's very popular. One of the greatest comedians in Australia, you know, He's very popular in the country. Mm. He's also very popular in the song. <laughs> now, which of the two albums would it be? Would that be Ugly Dave Gray's Sing Along or Boom Boom, Grey and Spicy? That's it. How do you know that? 
I've got them both on vinyl somewhere. Is they? In a warehouse. Wait, is there? I want to shake Pony and ask him. To get, you know, Ed, the, you know, Matt Magician Ed with his predictions. I want to shake Tony and Ed or Martin. Only useless information. Yeah, you've got it. Let's dial live. Here we go. Here we go. We're not just going to tape all of a sudden. This is ugly Dave's mobile. Oh, sorry, Dave. Could be in the middle of a gig. What if he has? It'll be ugly. I know he lives on the gold coast. We'll make for a fun case. Hi there. David Gray. He's available right now. Please leave a detail. Come on. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Uh, hello, this is uh, Barry Jenkins from Sony Records. Dave, uh, we want to reissue Boom Boom Grey and Spicy on CD. We want to press about a million copies. We think it's got that much grunt. And uh, here's Angus Stampson who played you in a telly movie. Dave, I uh, just wanted to say thanks. Um, for all the years and all the one lines. Um, I will call you back with my own phone number, but if you do get this message before 1 pm Eastern Standard Time, tune in to Triple uh, M in your respective state, uh, wherever you may be, and I hope that you're superbly well and looking forward to the premiere of The King, which is May 20 on TV1. Uh, an encore performance May 25, and then later in the year, in November, on Network 9. We can send you a tape if you want. Thanks very much, Dave, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. You know who it is? It's his son, David Gray, who's also a stand up comedian. And, you know, um, I'll give a plug. The person that rang me forward playing at uh, Ruby's on uh, Sunday night, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was it Magic 17 or something? Yeah, Ocean, yeah, Ocean yeah. 17. Yeah. Shameless plug. Dave Gray is available for Bucks Nights on the Gold Coast. He does, for 500 bucks, Ugly Dave, he does his routine on the party bus. The oh, party right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Now, is yeah. it the fruity version? He came in to see me and Mick Malloy once on our show and he had his joke book that he'd printed uh, himself. It was like a self-published joke book with all the like, secret gags that he's, you know, it's being led into the cachet, oh, wow. the actual heart of the mother load of Ugly Day's act. And there was a sealed section at the back of just blue jokes. Oh, how, how blue are we talking? I was too frightened to open it. Mick really? had a look and he was shocked by what he saw. <laughs> there is one that uh, they did give me for research to watch um, some episodes of Blakey Blanks, and one of his jokes was Cooper is walking along. Uh, one says to the other one, Don't look down now, but I think the humans open. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's acceptable. There not, we go. Not sure how, um, not sure how uh, blue that is, but I. The reason I, uh, we're talking about photos is that I've been um, overseas for six weeks and I took a photo, um, especially for your, you guys, and yeah. more importantly to, for Tony. Okay. And see if you can tell me where you think this is taken off from. Oh, Tony can't oh. see it. Yeah. That's got to be the, uh, the, the, the star. Oh, it's the Tony Martin star on the Hollywood Walk. Sure. I get about probably 20 copies of that photograph 
sent me a year. And oh, it, sorry. No, 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 that's actually the most perfectly framed one so far. There you go. Look at the lighting on it, though. That's fantastic. It's, it almost looks like the Star Wars title. What is different? <laughs> that's great. But what's different about your one is this is the first one where somebody's genitalia isn't in the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first time I've got a clean one, so that, I need that for the website. That is fantastic. I'm going to give that to you, Tony, and I thought it was very appropriate. And you know, I don't know if you know anything about Tony Moore. Right, I certainly do. I knew you would. Yeah. Uh, he's still alive. He's about hun- over 100 years old, and he's married to Sid Charisse from Singing in the Rain. And he's, he did some a, a couple of films with her. Yeah. Tony Martin, um, to my left, and Tony Martin in America, um, he's one of three people yeah. with four walks of four stars on the Hollywood Walk. Yeah, right. Four? He's got four. Um, well, you've got four. Um, there's one guy, Gene Audrey, yeah. he's got five. So there's five disciplines you can get them for. Radio, television, uh, music, film, and theatre, maybe? Oh, yeah. So who are the others with four? Stephen Baldwin, I think. Yeah. 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 Dom DeLuise? I love Dom DeLuise. He does Capra well. He does. He behind the Capra a long time. But I have to say... Um, I did have six weeks um, in America, and uh, one of my most wonderful memories. Um, I had some, very, you know, very nice professional news, yeah. and I, I sat, went and sat by myself at a cafe and listened to um, your one of your podcasts. Oh yes, uh, right. with the amazing Dave Gray. Uh, I've got to say, um, congratulations on uh, still being on the air, because I've made you on your show. <laughs> no, well, Dave Graney is going to be uh, coming in. Wouldn't it be great if you could play Dave Graney? I would well love to play Dave Graney. Dom DeLuise. I reckon when they make the, the Dom DeLuise biopic, I reckon you could do it, George. What about Chevy Chase? Um, do you reckon you could play Chevy Chase? Yeah. No. You don't have the bum chin. I just, came, I, just, I just came back to do a, a, a new tele, a guest on a new series, and Ed Cavalier was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in one, we, I was in one. We filmed together. Oh, this is this show. Shandong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite good. But hang on, Chevy Chase, I'll tell you what you might be able to go for. Fletch, the new Fletch. No, Kevin Smith had a meeting with Chevy Chase and didn't like him and was suddenly off the project. Was it Jason Lee who was in line with Was it going to be Jason Lee? Then it was going to be Zach Braff. And now Zach Braff has pulled out. So if anyone go. It's anyone's game. Yeah. Anyone could be the new Fletch. The greatest Fletch. Yeah, I don't know enough about the Lakers, though. (laughs) (laughs) I know about James Worthy. Bloody Devox? I do love Bloody Devox. I kind of look a bit like him at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'll have the Harold Baltimore music back. What was that great? There's a great line where a dog attacks Fletch. He's in the car. And the dog leaps up the guard dog. Oh, yeah, does And Fletch goes, look, defenseless baby. And the dog runs off. Is that also the same movie where he gets thrown in jail? And he says to the guy, what are you in for? And he goes, uh, raping a dead horse. <laughs> and Fletch goes, trying to cut back myself. <laughs> is that the, is the, is the inmate's name Bend Over? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. And everything is charged to the Underhill. Yeah. yeah, put it on the Underhill. Yeah. All right, I think we're losing people. No, sorry. Are we doing out name drop me? Is that what's happening next week? That'll be next. I'll get this. The next big test is we're still alive. Thank <laughs> you.
Melbourne and, well, this hour doesn't go out in Adelaide, so feel free to bag them. <laughs> um, I, do you notice that they have accents? I thought they yeah. uh, Mr. Markland is from Adelaide. Yeah. I always get caught out with when Dancing with the Stars comes back on the TV. Because right. everyone goes, Dancing? <laughs> uh, oh, I like the dance. Uh, Sean McHale is from um, yeah. Adelaide. And nobody can pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, Angus Sampson is with us, obviously, and when he comes in, we like to get him to drop a name or two, and then the listeners call up, and they drop some names, and it's amazing how many of the names they drop. Guzzi seems to have worked with them. <laughs> so <laughs> who have you got for a start? Can I start off? Will you start? Like, don't, don't. Will I net? Will I net uh, Joe from... Yeah, uh, Joe. Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Okay. Have you um, met well, him? I haven't met him, but... Um, you do have a magic act. Okay. <laughs> and you love Europe, the final countdown. I do. He's amazing. I do. Um, I do have a story for you. I did have a night out in um, Los Angeles, and I, and I did um, been with the actor who plays George Michael. He did a hilarious clip for YouTube about himself, a motivational speaker thing, that young guy. It's really great. He did? Yes, that guy. He did like his own, as if he was like a Tony Robbins-style motivator. Did not know that. Interesting. He was very graceful. I don't know, maybe... I did have Christmas with... Oh, not Christmas. I did have Easter with... Uh, a cup, a cup. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Leo. Um, holding a baby deer. That's a kangaroo. Fair enough. Oh. I went to um, this lunch uh, at e- for Easter at the, uh, the, the this gentleman here is the uh, CEO of Universal. Yeah, yeah, right. And I wandered in, and I didn't actually know what was going on. I was invited. And, uh, you know, as I entered the guy. The King of Queens left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, whoever that is, I'm like, yeah. um, ended up um, walking in. I was like, what is going on at this place? There's a, there was a petting zoo. There yeah. were yeah. turtles and llamas and jumping castles. And, and I walked in and went to the buffet and uh, <laughs> I had my dinner shades on. Amazing, amazing. I had my dirty shades on. This guy was looking at me and I sort of I went, I think I know you. And I sort of went back to the cranberry sauce. Yep. And uh, and this guy's looking at me. I looked back up. I walked over and I looked up back up to talk to him and say good day. And just before anything, I said anything. Um, I heard someone talking to him. It was Courtney Love pitching him The Departed Two. Courtney Love is pitching The Departed Two to Leonardo DiCaprio. And there's already a Departed Two. There is already because it's based on the whole Final Fantasy. And there's also Final Fantasy Three. There is a prequel. And they're going to make all of them. So Courtney Love probably doesn't have the rights to that. But um, (laughs) it was an interesting. uh, It was an interesting day. I did, um, you know, have a few out of body moments going chatting to someone and then realising it was Louis G. Oh. Okay, how many names have we had in the last 90 seconds? Courtney wow. Love, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kenny G. Spielberg? That is... Steven Spielberg now! We have a meeting with him, but that is... If that's him, no, that's Robert. Bobby. Who's that? You don't recognise... Bobby Spielberg? De Niro? That's not right. Robert De Niro. Chris Thorne. Oh. 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 It's very blurry. And that is Robert De Niro. Okay, that's their old loser names. All right, you want some real names? Yeah, hit it. Um, 
I did. Uh, what about Beijing Phillips? SFW back in the day. Stephen York. She's in the hospital too. Just give us one more name. Okay. True story. I I spoke to Nick Frost and I told him that I listened to him speak with you guys. Yeah. And did he remember it? He did. He did. I He did. And it was went to the 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 director of Shaun of the Dead. Right. Edgar Wright's birthday party. And. Nick was there, and I, I just listened mm-hmm. to one of your podcasts because uh, Tony Wilson and I always have competitions. Another guest of yours as to who can listen to every single show of yours. Oh, oh wow. no need for that, but if you must, yeah. And I said to him, "Listen, Tony, the key is don't go in and you know just hold your own. Sometimes ignorance is uh, is you know it helps. Oh, we love a bit of ignorance. Yeah, ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Always room for that. What about the listeners? They're chomping at the bit. Yeah, hey, it's a big list at the moment. Bijou Phillips. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's I mean, big. What, what, I mean, the cast of Cabin Fever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is call us up, tell us the famous person you bumped into, and somehow Guzzi will find a link to himself. Oh. As he always does, one triple three five three. That's the John Butler Trio. Let's get this on Triple M. Linka Sampson is here, and the listeners are ready to drop a few names on him. Good luck. Hello, David. How are you? I'm very well, Ed. How are you? I'm in awe of Guzzi's photo collection. Uh, just a shot of the buffet at that barbecue looks amazing. <laughs> okay, so uh, our name drop him, dude. What do you got? Uh, I used to work at a hardware store in the North Shore of Sydney. We used to get a few celebrities coming. Um, Bob and Blanche. Yeah. Uh, North Sydney. Interesting. Good. Yeah. 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 Who else have you got in that job? Kirk, Kirk Pangeli. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Ray Martin. Peter Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey? Yeah. I think he's going to go to school with his daughter. Yeah. There he is. Anyone else on that list? You? Yeah, I used to help Richard Carlton's wife with her garden. Richard mm-hmm. Carlton's wife with a garden. Yeah, I yeah, used to see Richard Carlton quite a fair bit. Yeah. Underpants. What are your thoughts on me? One of my first ever experiences with a television studio was my sister. Um, answered a, a phoning, calling thing, an advertisement, and uh, her and I uh, attended Ray Martin Presents Tom Jones. Wow. And then we were such good studio audience members, this is when I was maybe 14, we got invited back to Ray Martin Presents Billy Crystal. Oh. oh. Okay, well, Goody's linked himself to two of those names. That's pretty good. Were you in the audience for Ray Martin's, what is it, good guy, good blokes and Aussie heroes? Top sword. Well, we were... I think we started to get a bit of a fan base because we got invited yeah. back to be a swinging voter in the uh, oh, state, oh, state election. Ray Martin has got to bring back those those people. Good sorts and top roots. I can't remember what they were called. Who else is dropping one? Stephen, how are you? Not too bad, how are you? Um, we're in front. Drop away, my friend. Uh, the tyre fitter and I changed tyres for Elmwood First one. Is that a metaphor or you changed tyres? I changed tyres for Okay. Look, I did Kamal. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh, who was the last one? Greg Ruff. Oh, Greg Ruff from the family RPM, he's a uh, host of the motor show on oh, Yeah, you're thinking of Rob Ruff. Uh, uh, Rob, Rob Ruff in um, uh, Cool and Gatta Gold as the race announcer. Rob Ruff's in Cool and Gatta Gold. And it's here, made from two minute noodles. Goody, anyone on that list you're connected to? Okay, what was the first two? Neil McPherson. Neil McPherson. I once attended the Logies with her, and, and, and I 
and I wasn't watching. I was a bit nervous. I didn't know if I was meant to be speaking to the press yeah. or if I was meant to be walking forward. Mm. And I bumped. I, I, I was looking at some press on the side on yeah. the left, and I actually walked into her back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And and I got makeup over my suit. No. Oh, oh, that's a link. That's definitely a link. I think that. And Stephen, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, no. I want to know is uh, Angus Sampson the fellow who um, said on there, Ad, you know, it sounds like your mum? Is that you? A couple of years ago? Yeah, I guess so. Thank you, Hi, John, how are you? Oh, oh. There you go, mate. What do you got for us? Um, yeah, I walked into Katie Lang, walking out of B105 in Brisbane. Oh. Leaving in disgust, not achieving. Uh, is there a link to KD Lang? Oh, you're sitting next to her right now. Yes, then Kelly, Ben, look alike. If you were a shaking in an open blade like this, she was a shave away, my friend. The squire made her. Um, I do like Tony Bennett. Uh, but, you know, oh, well, I think this man is the first to stump you, although the Cavalry link is pretty strong. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a damn fine lookalike. We're going to give that one a pass. Who else wants to have a crack? Dino, how are you, bro? Hi, guys. Uh, talk us through it. Oh, this is what, uh, Patrick Stewart was out here filming Moby Dick. And uh, anyway, uh, he was at, I was at a corporate event, a corporate, it was a race day at Calder Park. And unbeknownst to me, I was actually standing in the chow line, you know, the buffet line. Mm-hmm. And someone pointed out, that's Patrick Stewart. Right. Now, I thought I'd be cool about this and, no. you know, not have him authenticate ears or anything. No, no. I thought I'd be cool. You didn't try and trick him into saying the phrase and make it so. Well, actually, this is where everything went completely wrong. <laughs> he, I, I patted him on the shoulder and I started chatting to him, remember not to gush, and he said, well, I, I wonder how fast these cars are going around the track. And this is where your brain sort of cheats you. Yeah. And I said, well, they'd be doing better than more pack than I. And he replied, I Oh, that's you. the thing. My whole brain shut my head down and said, no, 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 you're out of here. I have no idea what the, uh, what the response was. Red flag yourself and and yeah, well, Patrick Stewart, any link to you, Guzzi? None at all. Mm-hmm. What about Star Trek? Surely you've met someone from Star Trek. Come on, guys. I do. I did meet, um, I did see LaFault's glasses once on display <laughs> at a comic book convention <laughs> in New York. <laughs> that is pathetic. I think Dino has finally broken the back. Of Guzzi. Oh, that is great. We are getting, oh, there are so many great ones on the line. Please take the numbers, Cecilia. We'll call them back oh, next time. Okay, that's it. Uh, we've I got someone's got George Wendt. Yeah. yeah well, I had a George Wendt thick shake at the Cheers Bar in Boston. Not good enough. We'll be back to wind things up in a moment. I'll get it